on Triple M Mining HQ. Good morning. Welcome to Mining HQ, your go-to show for everything happening in the mining industry. I'm Pablo Miller. Very shortly, Chris Lamezzi is going to join us, and we're going to head off to Victoria. Uh, going to be speaking this morning to the Executive Director from the Minerals Council of Australia, uh, Victoria Division. Now, there's been a real resurgence in mining in Victoria, and James is going to explain what is happening down there in Vic. Let's get into it. Good morning, Chris. Hello, Pablo. Good morning to you on the phone this morning. We're off to Victoria, actually. Are you in Melbourne, James? Is that where you're located? No, I'm based in um, Bendigo in the central Victorian goldfields. Oh, that is absolutely perfect. So to introduce you to our listeners of Mining HQ, you're an executive director, the Victorian division of the uh, Minerals Council of Australia. Hey, there's a real resurgence going on too as far as Victoria mining goes. There absolutely is um, gold mining in Victoria. We're, we're calling it uh, the second boom here. Um, we've got the third biggest gold mine in Australia by production of the Fosterville gold mine just near Bendigo, uh, which actually had uh, one of the highest grade gold mines um, last year and also down the road. Costafield mine was also in the top 10 uh, gold mines in the world in terms of grade. So it's been a huge reminder of just what's beneath our feet here in Victoria. Geoscience Victoria, for example, actually um, estimates there's about as much gold left in the ground in Victoria as has ever been extracted since the gold rush. So the success of these mines near Bendigo the reopening of the Stall Mine a couple of years ago uh, and also the Ballarat Mine uh, continues on, just goes to show that um, we've got a huge amount of potential in Victoria and really high-grade gold um, for our, our deep underground gold mines here. They have a lot of potential, we hope, for new mines in the future. Well, we're going to talk more about that uh, resurgence happening in Victoria. But um, first of all, we're going to go back about nine years. Is that how long you've been with the Minerals Council? Yes, yeah, coming up to 10 years now. Um, so it's been um, been fantastic working for the peak industry body in Australia and um, just the last three years in this role in Victoria. Um, so we're the, we're the peak industry body, the state chamber in, in Victoria. Um, goes back to, to 1986, Victoria having a, a chamber, and 2004 it became a, a branch of, of the MCA. So it's been, um, been really interesting times, particularly the last three years here in Victoria with um, the growing interest in the gold sector here. So James, prior to resources, um, politics, what was happening for you there? Uh, so I was, um, yeah, I actually started my career in um, in federal treasury in Canberra. Um, so I'm I'm really a public policy person that's found my way into mining um, sort of by luck, and I'm I'm really lucky that I've ended up in the mining industry because um, I love it. So I ended up uh, getting a job with the federal minister for resources. Um, uh, more than 10 years ago now. And that was my introduction to mining. And I had the opportunity to visit mining operations and work on policy issues, particularly around taxation policy. Um, and just the passion that workers in the industry have for their sector, um, the pride in it, and, and how I think sometimes mining's not always well understood by people, particularly in the cities, and also perceptions can be incorrect. And And I was genuinely um, I'm pleased with what I saw in the mining industry, and I was lucky to be able to find my way into a role after working uh, after working in government and working on public policy now for the mining sector and from a different perspective, really seeing the impacts of policy and regulation on the ground um, uh, in, in our sector um, across the country when I was working for MCA National and now in Victoria. 
Now, there must be a lot of variety with what you do on a day-to-day, week-to-week basis. Yes, yeah, it's a really um, diverse role. Um, I deal with any policy area that basically mining touches, which is a lot. Um, It's health and safety, it's environment, uh, it's tax, it's exploration regulation, mine permitting, um, skills and training. So it's a very broad role. And a big part of what we do is is not just the policy advocacy and, and working with government on trying to have good mining policy and regulation and laws, but also providing information to the community about mining, working with local business chambers and schools and training providers to try to make sure we address issues like skill shortages and that we've got people in regional areas that are able to take part in our industry through work. Um, and also, um, and one of my favourite things about it is really increasing uh, best practice in the sector. So providing a forum for the industry to share their ideas and how we can work to improve best practice and um, and and support them in their role in their communities. Now, let's go back to the gold mining rejuvenation in Victoria. What's making the difference? Is it technology or what do you put it down to? Um, it's just been persistence by some gold mining companies here in Victoria um, that have persevered over time and um, and managed to have some a couple of really good finds. Um, so Agnico Eagle and, and Mandalay here in the Bendigo region, um, Agnico Eagle was Kirkham Lake until recently, um, but they've put a lot of time and exploration into the region. Um, so it's come down... A lot, a lot to that persistence and continuing exploration and investing in mines, sometimes through pretty difficult times. Um, obviously, the increase in the gold price um, has helped, and we're pretty, we're, we're really um, positive about what's going to come now because the the reminder that this has provided and really putting Victoria back on the map globally um, means there's a huge amount of exploration dollars coming into the state. We actually, it's about $220 million in 2021 invested in exploration in Victoria, which is a record high. Um, you know, that's an increase from about $30 million in 2016, just to give the order of the scale. Um, so that new and, and Victoria is pretty underexplored really with with modern exploration technology so that new modern technology exploring um, all over Victoria particularly in the Murray Basin in the north and also in mineral sands around the Wimmera um, we hope will we'll have some really good finds and um, create a basis for the next um, bunch of new mines in the state. Well with the EV revolution before we went on the air you were talking about Sandvik now what's going on there with their equipment? Yeah, so today um, uh, the Fossilville Gold Mine has just launched a pilot of a new Sandvik uh, underground loader, and it's only the third um, battery electric loader that's been manufactured by Sandvik. Um, so it'll, it'll be installed at the Fosterville Gold Mine here, um, and um, yeah, it's an exciting development. In just shows the innovation in in mining. I mean, it's has a number of benefits. Uh, obviously, helps mining work towards its target of zero emissions by 2050. Um, it's much uh, safer for the workforce underground. Um, it's quieter. There's less noise, vibrations, um, and and no particulates or pollutants, um, and also less heat. Uh, underground so that's the way the future um, and it's just fantastic to see companies here in Victoria um, taking that on we're, we're also you know got an 
incredible mining engineering technology services sector here in Victoria and uh, deep core um, drillings um, are part of that. And we've also got um, Safescape here in Bendigo, um, which is producing uh, the Bortana electric vehicle, um, basically a big Toyota Hilux or Hummer uh, for underground mines. So, um, yeah, that really is the next big thing in mining. And it's great to see Victoria at the forefront of it. And what about uh, women in resources? How are those numbers going in Victoria? Are they on the up? Uh, we don't have precise data in in Victoria. Um, it's it's around the average, though, anecdotally, which is is only around seventeen percent of our workforce in mining. So there's a long way to go uh, to increase um, female participation uh, in our sector. Um, it's just fantastic to see, though, a lot of the school visits that we do here in Victoria. We take local schools into the mines, and it's often the young women who are really interested. And I know that one of the mines here is recently um, just in employing a uh, female diesel mechanic apprentice. Um, So there's a long way to go, but um, yeah, we're certainly hopeful of seeing those numbers um, increase and and the mines here are are very keen to encourage uh, women to, um, to work in our industry. James, we appreciate your insights, what's happening in Victoria, and thank you for being on Mining HQ. Thanks very much. For the very latest mining news in WA, Stream the Mining HQ podcast, available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.